Hey everybody and welcome to TalkChain, the podcast where we get into all things crypto. Today we're going to give an update on the BitGirl situation, the disastrous BitGirl situation, might I add. We are also going to talk about the booming crypto insurance market that is poised to grow substantially in the next few years. Bobby, how you doing today, bud? I'm doing pretty good, man. That's good. So looking at the markets today, we have a market cap total that is just over $400 billion with a bit of a stall in the in the pump we had a little while ago. The last 24 hours, it seems like it's been going all over the place, and the market's trying to decide right now which direction it's going to go. And that's certainly what I feel about Bitcoin. So yesterday I talked about how I have these two intersecting lines that are coming up to a consolidation point, which we have right now. And uh, it's kind of fighting on whether or not it's going to go bullish or head back down bearish. And I, uh, I could not tell you what it's going to do. Bob, I don't know if you have a prediction, but it seems like we're we're sort of figuring out if the buyers are going to come in or uh, or the sellers are just going to keep pushing this price down towards the six thousand dollar mark. Yeah, I don't have a prediction. I'm just glad that it's kind of staying steady more than anything. Just like I'm tired of having to look to see if it's like down twenty percent or up thirty percent. Just seeing it act normal is and stable is pretty comforting yeah it's it's kind of quaint you know that just deciding to do that now just you know we can sleep at night and wake up and not see 20 percent lost on all of our investment <laughs> yeah just be devastated all the memes that get created yeah it's devastating all right so let's get into the bit grail disaster so i don't know if rob you have anything to add from my video yesterday i pretty much just laid out what the timeline was in this uh this clown's actions from December of last year and brought up how our we you and I brought up how he was being kind of shady and asking people for extra verification and then the verification would take forever so people couldn't actually get their money out for a long time and then yesterday or two days ago they dropped the bomb that 170 million dollars worth of Bitgrail no not a Bitgrail of Nano or XRB were, were stolen or, or lost yeah uh, it's yeah, it's unfortunate. It, it looks like, um, I forget the creator's name, but and he goes by Bomber9 on, on Reddit. Um, it looks like that he, he knew well before uh, this was actually announced that these uh, coins had gone uh, like missing, I guess, or had somehow disappeared. And, and credit to the people who actually investigate this stuff, the DK Master Playa on on Reddit did some serious investigating on this and like discovered that Mercatox and Bitgrail were both sending like millions of nano to uh, the same address, which which I don't know. It kind of blows my mind. I don't really know if, what you think about that. So this is the this is sort of an update. Uh, I didn't see this until after I uploaded my video yesterday, but uh, there's been a few posts on Reddit that are sort of, you know, some of them are very much speculative and they're presuming that Francesco, 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 the, the CEO is actually guilty and he was the one committing all this fraud and we don't really know yet. So before everybody gets at their pitchforks, I think we should make sure that there's evidence and this is sort of. Uh, more evidence that there's some suspicious stuff going on and uh, I don't really know what to make of it you know it's millions of of XRB being sent to a 
to a, a wallet address and it's supposed to be his cold wallet address like well and it's and it's while um the withdrawals are paused by bitgrail so it's it's pretty suspect and yeah i, I don't know it's and it, it's worse that um he did stop all these withdrawals it just shows that he might have known that there was an issue and wanted people to not immediately pull out all of their nano because there wasn't enough to pay everybody back. Yeah, so that, if he knew that this hack had happened and that was his sort of way to, to sweep it under the rug, then he's definitely guilty of something. But we, we don't really know if he knew and if that's what the reason was. It makes sense and it explains a lot of his, his shady behavior the last two months, but we don't we don't necessarily know and so yeah i don't know like if if it's been if withdrawals were unavailable then wouldn't mercatox also be involved in this in some way well i think it means that they they kind of were involved in it in some way so i don't know i think the the pitchforks are out they've been out for <laughs> they've been out since the withdrawal issue happened and because other other exchanges seem to not have much of an issue with withdrawals. So, um, and it, it's all just like pretty convenient that they all kind of disappear after him acting so weird. And yeah, people just kind of saw the writing on the wall with, with something going on. Yeah, they did, but if you had a ton of cash in there and you didn't take it out, you you really got screwed. And there was, personally, I, I this wasn't enough. Well, I did take out all my BitGrail. Oh my God, why do I keep calling it BitGrail? <laughs> I took out all my XRB from BitGrail, uh, I think in November. But all of this, if I had had a lot in there, I might have just kept it in there because I was lazy. But the, the more the suspicious stuff went on, it would have been smart for people to at least take out some of it to another exchange given that KuCoin has had it for a while now and uh, Binance had had it for for two weeks or so on their exchange. It's tough. It's tough to know who to trust. Um, I'm sure three months ago people might not have put any money on KuCoin because they didn't necessarily trust some brand new exchange but uh, they seem to be doing pretty well like they put out a statement uh, regarding the issue and, and finance has as well. Mm -hmm. So it's at least they're trying to keep, um, keep communication lines open. And unfortunately, Mercatox has not done or mentioned anything about it, which would seem like something smart for them to do. Yeah. It seems like Mercatox has to answer for this because if they had announced that withdrawals were frozen and this went on, something shady there and if, especially if it's the address that's sent that's been had withdrawals from bitgrail as well it just seems super shady and i don't know any details about mercatox if like are they do you know what what country their exchange is from no you know what i actually have no idea like i wonder if there's any if these people are at all involved with uh Fran if the bombers uh company at all or, or whatever yeah, no, it's, I think if that is the case, it will come out a little later. I don't think it's, 
anything that's well known at this point. Yeah. But I know that like Ryblox or Nano were probably one of the number one reasons for Mercatox's existence as well. Hmm. Or why it's, why it was so successful when no one else really had it on their platforms. Oh, really? Interesting. So it could be, yeah, it could just be that they're friends or you never really know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, see how the story unfolds and hopefully we get some answers from all of these people because it's a, uh, it's a real blow to the entire crypto market. If people can't trust these companies to hold their funds and keep them safe. Definitely. But that's why we have this new budding insurance market, this crypto insurance market that, uh, that what is this, uh, that CCN was talking about. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this all unfolds. So what, what people are basically doing or what insurance companies are doing are, um, insuring against hacks of exchanges, which seems like a risky thing for insurance companies to do, but uh, a, a really smart thing for exchanges to do, because I think it really outlies um, security of, of the exchanges. If, if I know that my funds will be 100% reimbursed or some percent reimbursed, if a hack happens versus another exchange where that's not necessarily the case, it just gives me slightly more confidence in that exchange. Yeah, and if there's been no better time to to talk about this, like 2017 and 2018, so far we've had a ton of disasters relating to hacks of exchanges. So for, for any exchange to not have any sort of insurance at this point seems negligent because it just doesn't seem like the, the security is up to par right now to actually protect people from getting their their exchanges hacked it's definitely not but it's tough because you have people that really their entire purpose is to find a way to hack these exchanges and steal some money yeah so if people just kind of work non-stop it's it causes uh whatever the exchange is to have a dedicated team who are going to work non-stop to prevent it from happening so it's yeah. it's going to be interesting um, the, the biggest issue, uh, in my professional opinion is, uh, the, is going to be the cost of, of actually insuring this. So, um, Coinbase has a policy with Lloyd's of London, which covers, uh, 2% of, of the coins on the exchange, which 2% is not a great amount. Um, so I, and I'm not sure how that would even break down. Like, would it be some of the biggest holders or would it be unanimously? Everybody is insured for 2%, but yeah, the cost of that, of that policy must be outrageous. I would really love to know the insurance nerd in me would love to know. Yeah, definitely. And it almost seems like why bother if only 2% are being covered, but I guess if you've got a massive amount of coins then then it makes sense but it just doesn't seem like it's worth it but it could be just because the cost is so insanely high right now to to insure these these coins that they could only afford to cover two percent of them in, in case of a hack yeah it's well if you look at like the 
Coinbase's homepage, it's like 50 billion in digital currency is exchanged on there. So yeah, that's a lot. 2% isn't, yeah, it's not chump change. Yeah, so that's true. To have the entire thing covered, like it's, I don't know if it's uh, the biggest exchange. I'm sure it's definitely in the top like two or three though. Um, it will be, it would be like outrageous the cost. So I'm sure Coinbase could afford it, but it's whether or not they think that their security is at risk enough for them to justify paying the premium on 100% of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And hopefully if more players get into this market, it seems like it's not, uh, there's not a ton of different insurance companies that are in here yet, but once they start seeing all the money that can be made on these premiums, maybe more insurance companies will come in and uh, make the cost go down. Well, little known fact, um, Lloyd's of London is the world's first insurance company. So mm. that is why they're usually market movers with these sorts of things. Mm. And they're willing to take on riskier matters. So they have quite, <laughs> quite a diverse range. So fun fact, they are the company that insured JLo's ass when she was very famous, just in case somebody decided to cut it off. <laughs> it's, and I, it's probably Kim Kardashian's in there too. There's like, um, there's like famous guitarists, hands are insured. These Jesus. guys cover some pretty important stuff. That's ridiculous. I, I thought, I always thought that was a joke. I didn't know that was real. No, no, no. It's definitely a real thing. Wow. Um, I think it was like Eric Clapton's hands mm. were insured. Yeah. Jesus. So these guys have like, they do more specialty stuff, uh, <laughs> obviously. Um, but they're willing to just kind of adapt into it. And the premiums for these sorts of things are very, very expensive. And that's because, uh, they will be kind of the testing ground for the data that other insurance companies will use mm. before deciding to adopt it. Right. So it, it'll be interesting and more people will get involved once they decide uh, a price point. And there's also the, the uh, fluctuation of price that is going to be a significant issue yeah. because if this policy starts when Bitcoin is $500 and it goes all the way up to 18,000, it's, it's either severely underpriced or severely overpriced, depending on when that policy gets started. So it's it'll be interesting to see where it goes, and that's and that's probably priced in there now. Now that it's pumped so high, even though it's come down quite a bit. So yeah, yeah I feel like fun. that's going to be one of the one of the toughest things for the industry to figure out. And I wonder if it's really just going to be that they have to do like a monthly reevaluation of the the risk reward kind of thing that if Bitcoin was at 15,000 in January and it's now, uh, it's at like 7,000, it's lost half its value in a month. If the premiums are the whole value of the, the policy is now in half. Um, but that seems like a lot of work for, for insurance companies have to deal with that. Well, I, I imagine the, the people involved are probably pretty high up and they have some, some like some plan involved for when this mm -hmm. all goes down. So yeah. it's uh, it's going to be good. At the end of the day, I I can only imagine Lloyd's of London has taken a look at the security on Coinbase and they realize that it mm. should be fine for the most part. Yeah, and they will end up profitable. Because that's kind of how how this works. So 
Bob, would you be more likely to put your money in an exchange that had an insurance policy on a certain percent of uh, its coins? Oh, definitely. Like if um, if KuCoin gets one and that's like a hundred percent covered, and Binance doesn't, mm -hmm. then it really makes you start to question what Binance is doing, especially because they're like they're making millions of dollars. Yeah, I like guess it's, it's kind of unreasonable for them not to at least do that once another exchange has gotten it. And I think that's kind of another reason why competition is good in this market mm -hmm. because some people are going to try to do certain things to become outliers. Mm. Yeah, and it seems like setting yourself apart from the competition is uh, is pretty important in this game and uh, whether or not you have all the, the hottest coins as well. But as, uh, as all this develops, it'll be more and more attractive for these companies to get uh, some sort of insurance policy to make people sleep better at night. For sure. Well, even with CoinCheck, you're when you saw that they were getting everybody who got uh, in, involved with the hack are getting reimbursed for eighty percent. Mm -hmm. Like that makes me respect CoinCheck, and I'm more comfortable putting money on their platform because of that. Yeah, yeah, it does show sort of an honest, uh, like it's it's a more honest take on it. If they if they're the ones that messed up and they come forward, then it's uh it's definitely a, a good thing for everybody and it makes other people see that and respect them more but the the companies that like bitgrail who don't have this and just take the money and tell everybody to go f themselves <laughs> these people just kind of go under the radar and hopefully never come back but uh yeah like i wonder what happened to a lot of the mount gox people like what they're doing now oh they're still in it you can't leave this but who's gonna nobody's gonna invest money with them anymore with mount gox or do you mean bitcrail oh you mean the people running yeah mount gox. oh yeah like it's yeah i imagine that they're on some different some different teams kind of spread out i imagine it's not they're not all wait wait why don't we just make another exchange yeah well hopefully not anyway that's uh that's all we got for you today guys thank you very much for watching please like subscribe and let us know what you think about the big rail situation or uh, or crypto insurance and rob is clearly an expert in the area so he can answer any questions you have on insurance or insurance related products i do have fun with insurance uh don't forget to follow us on instagram twitter and facebook at talk chain pod uh, as well as share it on reddit facebook instagram wherever you want thanks a lot guys we'll see you next time take care